better last hit, you better not whine. Equip an outfit and spam some voice lines, cause Dota 2 has got a new patch. Heard read the patch notes, it took him 10 hours. He spreadsheets what's bad or is overpowered. And couriers still can bottle grow. Icebug sees you in your feeding. He knows the match ID. He knows if you've typed a mid or feed your behavior score, he'll decrease. You better last hit, you better not whine. Equip an outfit and spam those voice lines. Casoda 2 has got a new patch. Reginald. 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 Um, do you feel comfortable pressing them on your keyboard? For my items, I have P, N, minus, exclamation point, and the dollar symbol. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you fucking with me? No! You better buy wards, carry quilling blades, hoodwink is around and she's got a witch blade. Every hero has a shard. And the new hero's quite OP, actually. Put on your headphones, review on iTunes. You'll think that this show was run by baboons. Cause it's time for a garbage podcast. Cause it's time for a garbage podcast. Everyone's so nice. Uh, Bottle Crow Reborn. I hope all their dreams come true. This is Saint Salamander. Happy Frostivus, everyone. <laughs> it's December 23rd, 2020. And I don't remember what to do when you're the first one in the intro. I'm Nick Cease. And I'm Six Detmar. And this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a podcast where we talk about Dota 2 occasionally on a podcast occasionally. It's something like that. Yeah, great job. Thanks. Yeah, I figured we were doing such a good job, we should add another person to make sure we do an even better job. And who did we select this evening, Six? I don't know. It was your show, asshole. (laughs) It's true. I have arrived. I've been summoned. Good evening, Model Crow. Good evening, Ellen Ibrahim. How may we help you? Let's say, hypothetically, I don't know what a Dota is. Could you hypothetically walk me through a Dota match? Subway UK week? has a new dish. It's the bacon wrapped sausage and a tiger pig sub. Gold for meat. This is a journey into money. Loads of money. Did you want us to actually answer your question, Alan? No, no, no. God. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Six, what, what's going on? You, you can't just tease us like that. Uh, I mean, that was a transition, but I do have plenty of gold for meat for us. So um... You always do. <laughs> so we're uh, I'm going to try to throw this episode out the window, minimal editing. So that's my excuse for when I forget to edit something out. It's the Frostivus episode because, Six, do you know what day it is? It's December 23rd, 2020. It's the day after Dire Tide. That's right. On December 22nd. Dire Tide was removed from the game, but not actually completely removed because 
We played a game yesterday, and they still have the end of game screen that shows up for a sec after the game. So, so at dire work in progress. Dire tide, dire died. That's right. So we get one day of Frostivus, or I guess two days. The twenty fourth can also be Frostivus, or it's Frostivus in July is probably what we'll have in July. Okay, well, let me let me explain this uh, this new item that they have at Subway UK. Uh, so first yeah, of I, all, I, they have a new tiger bread. What is tiger bread is actually uh, kind of more similar to giraffe bread, or if you're in the Bay Area, this is known as Dutch crunch bread. It's where you take bread. I still have no idea what you're talking. You take about. normal bread and right. then you put rice paste over the top of it, so that when you bake it, it sort of forms a really nice crisp crust. Huh. It's Alan, are you crusty am bread. I just an idiot. Yeah, it's no, just, I mean, it's, I've heard of tiger. I've I've heard of tiger bread. It's just an artificially crusty bread. You are taking normal bread and adding some rice paste to it to make it extra crusty in the baking process. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, I'm down for that. I'm pro crust. Like you know, some people cut it off. I would go. I would go that extra step to to increase your crust. Crust is great levels. Um. But, of course, that's only one part of the tiger pig sub. The pig part is the fact that it it, ha- it is stars a bacon-wrapped pork sausage. Hmm. And then, of so course... So, sausage and bacon. Yeah, bacon wrapped around a pork sausage. And then, of course, it's Subway, eat fresh. So, whatever other uh, additives you require, uh, lettuce, tomato, uh, potassium nitrate, you can just go ham. <laughs> this one really is gold for literal meat. With all yeah, that that's meat wrapped of, around meat. You're getting a lot of meat for your gold, right? Oh, you mm-hmm. wanted more meat? McDonald's yeah, sure. in China has a new item, the new Oreo God. Spam Burger. Uh, no. Oh. No, 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 what? no, no. It no, that is... simply won't do. What's in that? Uh, okay. Crushed Oreo cookies. <laughs> You'll never guess. <laughs> grilled slices of Spam and mayonnaise. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I thought I couldn't get it worse. Uh, here, take no, take, take a picture and, and here... You look at take this. Take a picture. And, and It'll last longer. T- take this and, and tell me that doesn't look appetizing. That doesn't that look appetizing. That doesn't look appetizing. <laughs> no, it kind of looks nightmarish. Um, okay. What, what's the Oreo supposed to... Are you sure that's mayonnaise and not the frosting? It, it's not impossible, but I think it's I think it's mayonnaise, dog. Because <laughs> look at that consistency. I don't know. Something strange about how it's oozing. I mean, I've never had Oreo spam cream before. doesn't do that. Yes, correct. Oh, me neither. Uh, is spam basically just like thick bologna? More or less. I actually, I actually think I hadn't had spam until this year before myself, and I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. I actually think spam is pretty good. You ate it right out sp- the can. I think in oh, with a spoon. Yeah, you're you're spam a lot. <laughs> it's like a big uh, Hawaiian and Japanese thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was how I had it. Um, that was how I had it. It is Hawaiian because I had the like the, the like spam sushi thing. They do the sushi roll. Yeah, I've heard it. I mean, it, that's good. Probably can't go wrong. Yeah, you know? solid. I'm sure literally well, every can of spam is the exact same. You so. can go wrong if you do spam with Oreos and mayonnaise. For that's example. fair. Fair. That's okay. why Alan's on this show to rein us in here. Okay. Well, oh no, I don't want to rein you in at all. That's what I do on, bo- on okay. uh on Garnet Wager. Bottle Crow is where <laughs> I let you two just run around in the playpen until uh the parents finish their happy meal and it's time to get out. Well, I have great news for you. I have I've told you about two items, but they're in China and the UK respectively, and you're like, gosh, how am I supposed to get those? Uh, all three of us here. Gosh, live how in am I supposed to get those? Well, you can't. But oh. I do have a new item for you from Jack in the Box, the new Cluck sandwich. 
This is a new fried chicken sandwich. They are throwing their hat into the ring. They're staring down Popeyes, and they're saying, let's go a few rounds. And friends and folks, guess what? Like two days what? ago, Nick was like, hey, you should be on a – do you have time Wednesday to record an episode of Bottle Crow, which Nick has never been the one to say we should podcast before. <laughs> uh, so that was alarming. Um, but still – Last night, I was like, you know what? After work, I'm going to swing by Jack in the Box and do my homework. I got a Klux sandwich. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't eat it on the podcast live. No, it's... <laughs> yeah, I kept it for a day, and now here's the microwave. <laughs> and now you're going to microwave it. And this microwave Beep. that's like on your bed inexplicably. <laughs> okay. I vi- envisioned the last that other episode. Oh, it was, but... yeah, it was on my bed. Great. I last love time. it. Uh, it made it, it. It was on my desk. I had to sort of tilt it back every time I wanted to open the door because obviously the weight of it was sort of sinking into the mattress and making it hard to operate the door. Um, so, <clears throat> the cluck sandwich is uh, new chicken fillet, uh, two pickles, brioche bun, and a mystery sauce. Now, okay, I know. First off. Brioche is not as good as uh, the Popeye's brioche. The chicken patty is not as good as the cha- the Popeye's patty. The pickles are pickles. Now, this sauce, I think I've solved the mystery. I tasted this. Tell, tell, tell me the words I want to hear. Those three words. Nick, it's more complicated than you think. Oh, it's a okay. 50-50 okay. mix, I think. Or maybe the ratios oh. are a little different of what you would expect, Thousand Island dressing, and... Of course. Not Kansas style, Kansas City style barbecue sauce. Ooh. What? It was actually pretty good. I mean, I think I think in every way it is inferior to the Popeye sandwich, except for that sauce, which is actually quite nice. I just sent six and Nick an image uh, from the Jack in the Box website, followed by somebody's review an actual cluck sandwich, <laughs> and the contrast is uh, stark. Oh yeah, it looks more like a very cafeteria style patty. Yeah, I think that the, the the patty is is not very impressive. Um, but like yeah. if they if they, I was gonna say if they sold packets of this sauce. What I what I really mean is if they had packets in this restaurant, I would go in there, pretend I was going to use the bathroom, take some packets, and then take them to Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> And then I take the Popeye's head and run away and wear it to work. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cluck you. Go cluck yourself. Uh, congratulations. Oh, also, I had so I got the I got the cluck sandwich, obviously, and I made it a meal. Obviously. Yep. So uh, small fries and a drink, but mm-hmm. I got one other little treat because it's Jack in the Box. So of course, I also got an egg roll. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. You told. That was a solid egg roll. So, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, good. They're doing okay egg rolls. Egg, egg, egg rolls, <laughs> egg rolls never blow my mind. I'm not like going to an egg roll like expecting high, high quality, but that's good that you got like a decent egg roll. From I used to in the box. I used to. Um, I won't do the bumper now. Or I would ask Nick not to do the bumper. I guess it's it's Nick's power. Uh, um, I mean, for a, a local restaurant because I do have more to talk about that subject. Okay, I guess it's, okay. Uh, you didn't say the name. I'm sorry. Uh, in Fadas Tapas. There are basically no clips of Fata talking. <laughs> We're going to see if we can maximize the bumper to content ratio <laughs> on this episode. You do that every episode. That's that's what the Bots of Bacro is. <laughs> wow. At its core. It's on the box. We invite you to our show, and this is... <laughs> <laughs> I was not invited. Nick explicitly told me, don't tell Six about this. Break uh, in without being asked. I was summoned. Yeah, yeah you were summoned. I was summoned. Uh, well, anyway, um, 
I used to live in uh, Carbondale, Illinois, and there was a local Chinese restaurant called Nukahala, which was just uh, honestly to this day my platonic ideal of a Chinese restaurant. They were perfect. Um, it was the kind of place where you'd go in and say, "Hey, can I get some, you know, fried rice?" And I'd be like, "Okay, that's five dollars," and then they would just hand you like seven pounds of fried rice, and it was incredible. <laughs> it was so tasty, and also, the more to the point, their egg rolls were incredible. Um, and then they got bought, and the new management fucked up the menu. So, oh womp, no! Womp, womp. But Alas. a real fatas tapas update. Nick is already aware of this, but I've talked on here oh, that's right. about Pomona's best burger, and I mentioned that they have a Mexican menu on there, and so I was like, "Hey, let's go find out." They say they also have Pomona's best burrito, and so I went and I, I tried it. Um, and okay. So it's not Pomona's best burrito, right? Nah. That's that's this is Southern California. We have high standards around here for Mexican food. However, it was a pretty damn good burrito. Um was what was in it? Okay, so salsa, beans, pinto, uh beans. rice, chicken, and carne asada. Which seemed it seemed at first I thought it was overkill and I was like no actually this is great and I told them to add I think by default it just has like diced white onion I asked them to instead do grilled onion and I was glad for that choice because I think it was good. Oh. Mm. Damn. I thought about getting guacamole but like then that would that's an additive and it like I feel like that changes the experience so much that at that point I'm not really reviewing what they have to offer I'm I'm doing my own thing you know. Mm-hmm. You're having it your way. Mm-hmm. Right and this isn't this isn't Burger King. They were closed when we went to do them for the microwave thing. Well, on my end. That's right. On your end. Alan, you don't have a Jack in the Box up there, right? I uh, super don't, yeah. West Coast thing? Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. No, egg, no egg rolls and burger at the same joint for us. Mediocre <laughs> burger. I mean, I can go to South Station and, and uh, you know, let's just say hypothetically uh, whiff a job interview and get a combination <laughs> uh, full Chinese meal from Master Walk with an egg roll and then also get like a 12-piece Nuggets. Uh, from McDonald's, <laughs> that could that could happen to me a year ago to the day, maybe. Who could say? As Chef John would say, that's, that's just, just you cooking. cooking. Oh no, I can't. Oh, I have to edit it in. Damn. <laughs> wow. Shit. The empathy trigger I don't have just Je- activated. I don't have Je- Chef John on the soundboard yet. Damn. Um. You know what's funny is I always thought that only you, Nick, were like the only person who knew who Chef John was. But literally every cooking YouTuber I've watched has referenced <laughs> Chef John at some point. <laughs> It's you like gotta, a weird cult. You got to become part of the cult. He was like one of the OG. He because he was uh, he's affiliated with uh, all recipes. Yes, and he just like I guess started uploading videos for all recipes, and then it became his YouTube thing. Interesting. He's, yeah, he's famous. When are we gonna get Chef John on uh, Balakrow though? We should get Chef John on the show. Tix, you can arrange to that, talk- right? That's on you. Sure. Yeah, that I agree. Two out of three. Okay. okay. All right. Hey. Since you mentioned Jack in the Box, I, I've told you some of the weird things about Jack in the Box. Are you aware of the phenomenon known as the Munchie Meal? No. No. Okay. So, um, they have a menu that you can't order most of the day. <laughs> it's available between 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. It's called the uh, Jack's M- Late Night Munchie Meal. Um... 
Jack in the Box uh, officially claims that it is targeted folks looking for indulgent treats and millennials who get the munchies at odd hours. It's for stoners. I mean, it's just for stoners. Hell yeah. Um, now, so hold on. Jack in the Box is open until five a.m. They're open twenty four hours. They are never. My gone. God. Um, some locations wow. will let you get a munchie meal any time of day, but you have to pay extra if you're not in the right window. Um, now window. Yeah, the time window, nine to five. Yeah, if you oh, go okay. up to the drive-thru like and you say, <laughs> and you walk up to it and you say, I want a munchie meal, they will kick you the fuck out and charge you $40 for coming up. Okay, so here's, yep, to the here's what you get, right? right? Two tacos. Half order of french fries, half order of curly fries. Okay. A 20-ounce drink. And then your choice of the stacked grilled cheeseburger, the sriracha curly fry burger, the spicy nacho chicken sandwich, the chicken tater melt, or uh, some other items that they've since discontinued. So at this point, it's just those four. The, the fast food technology you guys have access to over there. We're, we're next level. Leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. All we have is a Coke freestyle machine. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not have that over there? Uh, actually, Jack in the Box has a Coke freestyle machine. Oh, damn. I tell you what, though. I actually used one of those recently. I, you can Good. taste the difference. I don't, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm not saying, like, you know, like, I mm-hmm. won't take it. But, like, if you give me a drink from a fast food restaurant, I can usually taste if it's from a freestyle machine. I agree, for sure. Like, the, it, the ratios and the control of everything is definitely a lot sloppier. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, those, absolutely. Right? Uh, Edna Balcro was was uh, explicitly anti freestyle machine, but go off. Oh no, I'm pro. The thing is, I think six. Well, six is a purist, I, or was a purist uh, in the case of you I, know I, regular Dota versus Turbo. Dota. I mean, like, okay, listen, um, if if okay, if you go to a Japanese restaurant and you order omakase, right? Yeah. What you're yeah. accepting is that the chef there is going to take creative license and take the reins and provide you a truly artisan experience because they are the experienced culinarian there now are you telling me you can go into the jack and box and say hold on jack i think i know what a good soda is listen to jack you don't tell jack how to make a soda i'm just picturing jackie mao doing this. yeah just he's like listen i'm the host, i'm the star of jack vanilla. snacks and i know what the fuck is up let me tell you how to make a soda. That's how it works on this show. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. Did you think that I didn't have some Jack snacks prepared? Because you were wrong. <laughs> I would. I actually didn't. And. I don't, I don't even want to finish my thought on the freestyle machine because I did not expect six to have this much gas, <laughs> Alan. Honestly, I'm like I, six is at red line, and I'm just like running on fumes. This here. show is has been the, by you you being like, uh, we'll do it when I want. I'm gonna have a surprise guest. I'll do the editing. <laughs> this is a challenge to my authority, and I'm here to step up. <laughs> That's I, I love it. Uh, so far, for the listeners, uh, the only way that Alan has been, has been involved in in uh, in Bottle Crow is either 
You ask me about like Dota and I don't know about Dota. You try to message me during a dumb quiz at like one in the morning and I'm like, fuck you, I'm asleep. <laughs> or you bring me on and, and as a way to lie to six and be like, no, I mean, it could be anyone. <laughs> and it's always me. I'm like this weird presence. I'm like uh, Artie Lang on the Howard Stern where it's like, why is that guy here? <laughs> You were on last episode because Six finally played the uh, Dunkin' Donuts spicy donut bit. Oh, God. I haven't listened to the last week. That's there you go. You've called me out. I'm I'm one episode behind. Hmm. I finally I got to it. I was, I think, doing some uh, things on my dwelling mm-hmm. or in the shower maybe after dwelling. Something. Something recently. Okay. I like that you call it your dwelling because you know if you call it the full name, then it's going to summon the bumper. I'm not going to say it right it, now. It does. Yeah. We're in Jack yeah, Snacks, smart. though. What do yeah. you got, Six? Exactly. Well, after nearly 20 years of absence Doritos is bringing back a true classic the McRib Dorito <laughs> oh man you f- I, I forgot I had a McRib I also <gasps> oh. was like I can do this too while I'm at it um it was fine it's a McRib it tastes like barbecue sauce and pickles yeah that's what I've always heard right yep. it's just like a bunch of barbecue sauce and a little bit of meat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. that's fine um just a little bit of meat but Doritos 3D. Oh, fuck that. Huh? No thanks. Huh? You don't like Doritos 3D? I don't, I, you can just have, uh, what's it called, bugles at that point. More than 2D, less than 4D. The only difference is that they're like thin, they're, um, they're completely covered. There's no hole in Doritos 3D. It's like a triangle of Doritos. Oh, I thought you were comparing them to Doritos. You mean you're comparing them to Bugles? I was like, yeah, there's no hole yes. in a Dorito. <laughs> like, okay, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so is it like a? Is it a pyramid or is it? It's kind of like awesome. a. It's kind of like a. It's it's like it puffed out to the sides. Yeah. I would say, it's pillowy so like almost. Pillow. It's still triangular, but it just sort of. Poof. Um. Thank you, Alan. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, I would like you to. Okay, so. Would you believe that it's coming back with some new flavors? Now, here's what your job is. I'm going okay. to tell you five yes. flavors. <laughs> you And they are all real flavors of Doritos 3D, but only two of them are going to be the new release. Three of them will be irrelevant, old flavors. Okay. I'm counting on you two mm. together as a team. Okay. We got this out. Nacho. Okay, we we absolutely got this. Nacho cheesier. Chili cheese nacho. Zesty ranch. Spicy ranch. Jalapeno cheddar. I don't think they'd do the chili one, right? Um, Seems too bold. No, not necessarily. I mean, it's, you probably know bold. Doritos it's, better than I do. It's Doritos three. It's Doritos three D. They could do. It's so it's definitely a ranch. So it's either what zesty or what was the other one? Spicy. I think it's spicy ranch, and then is, the do other they have one... a spicy ranch Dorito? Yeah, that's what blue Doritos are. Now I will, I will. Note, I thought those were like zesty. Usually, no. usually zesty is a trick is like the key word to indicate that I am trying to trick Nick. But all of these right. are real yeah, flavors, I know. <laughs> so I can't be that. I haven't made any of them up. Mm-hmm. Zesty, yeah. And then it's, uh, I think it's what's it called? Chili cheese. Chili cheese nacho. I'm I'm, I'm going to use my lifeline here. Let Alan take the reins. It sounds like you you got to go on. So what are your two what? again? Chili cheese nacho and spicy ranch. Spicy ranch. You knocked it out of the park. That's exactly right. 
Let's fucking go. Oh my god, Alan. Go. I'm gonna delete this. I'm gonna delete this episode now, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Great job. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be a red and a blue, right? If they're gonna do marketing, then they're gonna do a red and a blue oh, one. That's true. I would not have thought they would bring back something as strange as a chili chili cheese nacho. That's not Seems that like strange. a a bonus flavor. Mm. I don't know. Well, I would. I. I would. I try mean, it. I think one of the things is if you look at the modern chip market, what do you think the most popular flavor of Frito is? It's the chili cheese Frito. It's killing. It. Hell yeah! The purple I one. I didn't even know they had. Oh, it's incredible! It's 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 a fantastic chip, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's. Man. I see it a lot. I've never had one, but I've, I've seen They're it. They're good. I mean, I think Fritos are a little too salty. Is my personal per- Agreed. opinion. Agreed. But the flavor of that mm-hmm. of that chili cheese frito is quite exceptional thank you frito lay like a... for your <laughs> generosity six bot has taken over so you're you're either nick closer in the middle east coast or you're six on the far west coast and you want a bag of chips you want a single bag of chips because you're hungry where what's your go-to place to be like i just want a bag of chips like the, the grocery store is this but like what what is your in your case it's a grocery store because like for me it's a 7-eleven because oh. um, I have one down the street from my house, and I have a newly remodeled Seven Eleven uh, downstairs Ooh. from my work. Um, it's one of those ones that's like very highly lit, and they like doubled the size but kept the inventory, so there's a ton of blank space, which is great for COVID, but mm. um, bad for making Strange. it seem like there's anything in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't go to a supermarket if I wanted chips, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the- I would go if I wanted like Tostitos for dipping. I would go to a supermarket. I mean, the honest truth is that I work at a retail store a grocery store so i just get it at work right 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 that's a good point Mm, i think yeah it a grocery store is about as close as a convenience store for Mm. me okay so so it depends if if i need some if i want a sandwich like i get a a wawa seven minutes away i'd probably go Mm -hmm. there and if you need like an egg you just go outside yeah (laughs) you say here egg here go who's got an egg anyone got eggs Looking for eggs. Looking for eggs. Eggs, one dollar. Eggs, one dollar. <laughs> oh, good, sure. good cross-reference. Hey. Okay. I've completely forgotten what we're talking well, about. Well, we just finished talking about uh, Jack's snack segment on Doritos Jack 3D. Snacks. Uh, where That's we go right. from here. Uh, are, are you excited, personally, Six, about Doritos 3D coming I mean, back? chili cheese nacho sounds like a good Dorito to me. I will I will give them a but shot. The, the, the texture... Right, like that's what I'm thinking about. Crispy or crunchy? It's, it's kind of like okay. So listen, you you buy, you go to let's let's say you go to Subway because Subway is one of the places where you're going to get chips with your meal, right? And you get a bag mm-hmm. of chips, and you're like, Mm-mm, look at this bag of chips. Mm-mm. You open it up, and you're, you're like, all this that is, in a bag of chips. This is ninety five percent air. Yeah, <laughs> there is very little right. chip in here. Six, you, I can already tell where you're going. You're nailing it. That's the problem with Doritos 3D and all these like puffed up, puffed wheat chips or whatever. Is they have is a huge it's... air pocket in the middle, so it's just going to multiply the problem. Yes. I mean, I don't know if I would care though. Like, as long as you you have the same quantity of sensation of eating. Nick, not all of us have junk NASA food. money. We need to get bang <laughs> for our buck. You're not looking for, to maximize your caloric intake of Doritos. Yeah, I'm realizing six literally, I literally I, I would be I am that a cut monster, to Nicholas. Am I? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I see. I see. My mistake. Please apologize. <laughs> apologize for accusing to me of having dignity. <laughs> 
buy a bag of chips, but not for me. No, okay. Here's where I thought Alan was going with the previous question, which is you're going to the store, you're like, dang, I gotta I gotta get some chippies. I gotta get some of those those little potato guys. Uh those little potato guys. perhaps some of those, you know, like those corn fellas. Um <laughs> what's your what are you going for? What's your poison? What's your number one pick from that yeah, aisle? That's a good question. For me, it's Takis every time. Really? What is yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. I don't go. I don't fuck around. I'm not here to fuck around. Life is so short. Co- you could wake up tomorrow and not wake up. Okay, first of all, <laughs> what kind of Takis? And then also, we need to explain to Nick what Takis are. Oh, what Nick doesn't know what to... Oh, God, Nick, you is have... Is it a little potato Ooh. fella or is it a corn guy? It, I, I, I believe it's a, it's a corn, corn guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is also my new Twitter display name, corn guy. Um, No, corn Takis guy. are these like long tuber... Not very long. They're about the, the length of a Dorito, but it's like a wrapped up corn chip and it's much thicker and they are distinctly known for having a very, very high density of spicy powder. Uh, much, much, Ooh. much spicier. Not much, like dramatically, but significantly spicier than your average like Dorito. Mm-hmm. They are um, to the point where if you Google Takis, most of the Google questions are people being like, is this safe? Will I die? <laughs> and the answer is always yes, you will, definitely. But I do it anyways. Every time I, fr- I back in the olden times, uh, a good friend of mine would always come over and uh, he is of the Muslim faith. So we wouldn't usually drink. He would just bring over a bag of Takis and, and he would eat a couple. And then he would just give me the bag because I did not take care of myself in the past couple of years. <laughs> and I would just destroy <laughs> a bag of Takis by myself. That's definitely my go to. So are you are you like a, are you a, a Takis the Fuego, the like the, the chili lime classic? Yes. Okay. I don't think I have actually tried the other ones. Fuego's the Fuego's my go to. OK, OK. Are you aware that there was a crossover of Takis and pizza rolls, the Totino's Takis Fuego mini pizza bites? This is news to me. Oh, I just sent you a lot of garbage. Sorry. That came up on Google when I looked up um, Takis. Oh, that seems all right. President Donald. Okay, it's an eBay listing. President Donald Trump. Very rare. 2001 Frito-Lay Doritos real or online cash. I don't understand what this is. I think it's an ad it's, that's selling for $400. You get online cash. It's, how do you use your it, online? It appears to, yeah, it appears to a, be like a redeemable code to compete in this sort of competition, this this raffle. Some sort of scam that Trump was running in, in 01 says how to get your online cash. Log onto the internet and go to FritoLayCash.com. Create your internet account. Type in the activation code. Now here's here's the thing on, that these suckers cash still up. Here, yeah. Here's the thing that these suckers messed up on is they're showing me the code right there. I'm gonna go the, type the it. The code in. is <laughs> Frito-Lay Bay cash fan. I, MT8 just Frito-Lay N. cash is not up anymore. I, I oh my e-cash. No, joking. My online cash. Oh uh, weird. It looks like there was one other view of this last hour. <laughs> weird. <laughs> also viewed Pamela Anderson for... poster. All right, we got to stop going down eBay. Holes. Oh yeah, that's my my recommendation too. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cheap. Um, no, but these this Takis toast, Totino crossover actually looks quite good. Yeah, I actually like. Sounds, I mean, it sounds. It, sounds it seems like it's just a pure I, cheese center, which I think is good a good fit for this. Experience. Six has often been surprised by this, but I have not. There's like a lot of um, like microwavable food that I just haven't tried because I didn't grow up on on microwave food mostly. Um, mm-hmm. I had I had my first hot pocket for the uh, in the last month or so. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had exactly the right experience, which was the following. They give you two. Oh. 
You put them both in the microwave. You follow the instructions to a T. You do everything exactly right. <laughs> and they come out. And they're nice and warm on the outside. And like maybe one and a half bites in, ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two options, right? It's that or the nuclear still hot. Iced, yeah, iced outside somehow, nuclear hot, molten inside. What I tend to get. I, think, I also uh, you know, haven't had a lot of hot pockets my day. But I did have my first pizza roll, I think, on mm, bottle. Yeah. Cup, right? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I hate, I hate thinking about that pizza That was rolls. the eating episode. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Pizza bagels, though. I fuck with pizza bagels. I used to fuck with pizza bagels mm. a lot. Wait, like like bagel bites or like a larger? Bagel bites, okay. yes. Okay, bagel bites are um kind of have the texture of cardboard, but they're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think as a kid, I was just like, whatever, this is, this tastes like pizza. Yeah, I don't totally. care about the fact I that if I, if I try to pull the bread apart, it definitely like rips like elastic. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, I, the gun, it, sorry. Even <laughs> as a kid, I, I did bagel bites for a while, and then I was like, hang on. At home, we have tomato sauce and cheese and bagels. Why don't I just do this real <laughs> big? And it was really good. The wheels of fate are turning. Bagel one. And then you became bagel. Yeah, yeah. That's how bagel zone happened. That's it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> hey, Nick, how's your micro? <laughs> the really old throwback. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, God. So hold on. I have to get out the magnetic tape. Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Sweating. Okay, Nick, where, where are we going now? What's up next? Take us on a journey. Uh take you on a journey so have you finally pulled over to the side of the road are we there yet oh do you need me to do you do you need me to listen do you need me to do you do you need me to turn this car around <laughs> are you getting deeper <laughs> do you need me to is this do, do, is this daddy six to turn this that... car around hi i'm trying to figure this is this is almost your uh, Greg Purdy character, who we never really got no, to meet last time. he had a almost and he had Gabriel, a oh. European accent of some sort. Uh, I, I'm not going. But to, he also has the I'm same. Not going to indicate region because then the people from that region would be able to get angry. <laughs> because but people right, need more. There's nothing else. <laughs> exactly. Oh wow! So I guess uh, are we doing the Chinese fire drill? I'm going to take the wheel now. This is your podcast. We've been doing that from the start, dog. Podcast. Podcast recording? What are you talking about? Three, two, Two, one, mark. mark. Well, six didn't do it, so I can't sync off of this one. Oh, well. Uh, I don't know. So, six, do you still have the podcast notes for uh, Greg Pretty? We're doing this bit again, huh? Okay. I baked something I today. Does is baking oh. a, a bottle crow bit? Sure. Yes, please. Um, now, do we have an actual baking segment? Uh, I mean, it's normally just bottle crow. We have um, a Tumba Man's Kitchen, but that's for. I mean, I got, that could include good bakes. It's tr- it's was established to be purely bad bakes. Good bake. You know, I think it's much more of a Jackie's Chow. I could just talk during this, huh? I was thinking that. I was like, <laughs> Isn't is it, it great? This is, I don't it's want to so disturb the sanctity though. of this bit. It has to feel like it was edited um, in. I, yeah. It has That's to feel artificial. Otherwise, it won't feel natural. <laughs> it's that artificial That's the McDonald's slogan. 
<laughs> what did you bake, Alan? Um, so I baked a key lime pie today. Um, oh, that's right. Yep. I based the recipe off of uh, Binging with Babbage's recipe from that episode of Dexter where the ba- Dexter kills a lady with a key lime pie. Um, didn't put the what? poison. Uh, he, I don't know. I've never watched Dexter, but he, he the recipe is pretty straightforward. Um, it took basically all day uh, and three oh, people God. to do it, though. <laughs> key lime pie is a little tricky. Um, are either of you familiar really? with baking pies in general? Yes. In, in general, yes. Okay. Mm, meh, a little. Basically, most pies are either like uh, uh, curd pies where it's just like crust and then you fill it with like a, a, sol- a, a hard liquid, um, like a key lime, like a raspberry, those kinds. Or it's like an apple one where there's a lattice on top and you actually cover the whole thing in a crust. Um, mm-hmm. Key lime is the former. And, you know, it requires a ton of limes if you really want to get that flavor. You're, you know, separating eggs and egg yolks, which is something I hadn't done before. Um, You're using a food processor to grind up a lot of graham crackers. There's a ton of different places for you to uh, be a little bit creative and also fuck up, honestly. Um, (laughs) But at the end of the day, you're putting butter in graham crackers together to make a crust and some powdered sugar. And then for the curd you're doing, it's like egg yolks, uh, fucking lime zest, and uh, condensed milk, which I had also never baked with before. Mm. Mm. Condensed milk is really great for baking because it's got such a it's a great texture for mixing, and it adds a good it adds that like gooey consistency that you want out of a key lime pie. Um, and mm. we decided to get a little fancy with it, and we made our own whipped cream, Ooh. which I didn't think would be common sense, but it really is heavy cream that is whipped. Well, which, uh, that is one of my favorite things yeah. to do: fresh mm-hmm. whipped cream. Yeah, we you know, add a little sugar, add a little vanilla extract, make get that little that little spicy kick. Oh yeah, and it came out a little rough because we don't actually have a uh, stand mixer. I think stand mixers are class violence. I think uh, every recipe that requ- <laughs> that says that you need a stand mixer is uh, is classist to at its core. Um, so we, it's a lie. It's bullshit. You don't need a stand mixer, guys. I know you want to spend four hundred dollars. If you really do, just get fucking married or really get that much. Damn, get engaged. And get a making wedding registry, get the stand mixer, and then break up with the person. It's so easy. I haven't done that. Um, but no, we <laughs> used a hand mixer. And so the whipped cream came out a little bit uh, loose. Um, mm. However, we have this really cool new piece of tech that we got that's like basically a, uh, a whipped cream gun. So instead of like using piping what? bags, you basically load it into a chamber um, <laughs> and it just shoots the whipped cream out in the like classic kind of. Uh, diagonal pattern, the crisscross pattern. I'm sure you're familiar with like the, what the tip of a whipped cream sure. thing. Oh is yeah, like. yeah, the piping. So yeah, you're basically it's like a piping bag that has a trigger on it. Is is how you. That's awesome. It was. It is awesome. I need that. We spent we spent most <laughs> of the time making because a lot of this is like leave it for 30 minutes, then put it in the oven for 25 minutes, then take it out for two hours, then put it in the fridge Ooh. for four hours. So we spent a lot of that time just like playing with the whipped cream gun, which was really fun because we had like a fuck ton of whipped cream and we were just like shooting it at, at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but because this is a this is a Hallmark movie, it was, it was very charming. We were like playing Christmas music and everything. Um, That's great. But when the pot when the pie was finally done and was like cooling, it was like okay, well it's now time it's it's time to do the whipped cream. The gun kind of got tired and the it wasn't coming Nap out super time. clean anymore. So. <laughs> now, yeah, the, the the thing basically yelled and said, nap time, and didn't want to do stone two anymore. So half of the, the key lime pie looks beautiful. It looks like something out of uh, a magazine. The other half 
uh, the whipped cream like melted into the pie for like changing the color and the chemistry of it. And you can like see a distinct line where it goes from green to like yellowish white. (laughs) It's very, very unappealing visually. It's probably fine. It probably tastes great. But I was like, this one's going to be so Instagrammable. This one's going to be so beautiful. And half of it looks like like piss. And it bums me out because it... We'll see. We'll taste it tomorrow. And uh, um, I'll let you both know privately how it is. But pies are fun to make. It's a lot of work and a lot of waiting and a lot of different steps. But I had a really great time baking it. And I recommend it. I've always seen, like, you know, obviously you see professionally made, you know, key lime pies. And you're like, oh, wow. But, like, a lot of ones that I've seen that that the the creators say have turned out well that are homemade do kind of look uh like they contain a little bit of uric acid so i think that's not an uncommon occurrence and you should not feel bad about that i think it's just not photogenic that half of it looks like like if that spread to the whole thing i'd be like okay this is the distinct color but it's like a half and half pie i'll i'll, I'll make it work of, and i'll, I'll try and get perfection. Perfection. uh you you but, could um, uh you could always uh just uh, uh, like make it like a two-face pie, you know? Yeah, right. I gave you all the clues, Spectre. <laughs> that's that's the snowman. That's a different. Oh, uh, Alan, you want to know how I got these scars? No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Alan, pie thank watch. you it so so much mm-hmm. for your pie segment. I really enjoyed listening to you talk about pie. You know? Really? I did. No, I I, did. I genuinely did. Well, that's but wonderful. also. There's something else I genuinely love about pie. What's that, Nicholas? Pie for meat. <laughs> <laughs> meat. Six. Yes. I believe you have something for me. No, I ate it all, Nick. No, no. no. Really? It, it's <laughs> been like it. two months, dog. <laughs> I need to spend more garnets. Uh, need a on the other podcast we do, yeah, Six had to buy a chocolate frozen chocolate pie and go get it during the podcast a few times uh, you should be listening to the garment there's a lot of crossover actually you should be listening you should be listening um fuck i forgot oh. what i was gonna say about six. Oh, not the one my one major takeaway from Botacro is not i should play dota 2 or wow i love competitive gaming it's every once in a while i'm in the shower or i'm somewhere quiet by myself and i go meat <laughs> <laughs> started doing Emma segments to myself. <laughs> this podcast is giving me brain worms. <laughs> I love the thought. Oh, what did you say last episode six? I think that I was dissolving. I love the thought that we're just dissolving our listeners. <laughs> Meat. Meat. It's, it's fucking fun to say. Green bean casserole. Like you're all these dumb segments. Oh, God. I want you to want meat. It's <laughs> a good pronunciation. Uh, Thank you, Emma. Well, I'll tell you what. Since we're meat. here on I want you to want meat, I actually do have some cooking for you folks. So I have been known to make a chicken tikka masala. And I think mine is pretty oh, good. Yeah. Now, chicken tikka masala, fake Indian food for British people. But... It tastes good, so who fucking cares? Now, uh, I had been following a recipe from uh, the the New York Times cooking, which I use uh, often. But I found myself starting to deviate in pursuit of a more perfect masala. 
Mm-hmm. And my first step was no cayenne. Bold. Don't put cayenne in it. You're not looking for okay. chicken tikka masala to be spicy. That's not really the kind of Indian food it is. None? So none, none cayenne. cayenne. Paprika. No, none, no cayenne. Oh. Okay. Okay. Second. You've offended second, Chef Sean. The yogurt spice marinade you use for the chicken. Put that in, baby. Don't throw that out. Is that allowed? You're going to have to cook it a little bit to, you know, kill the bacteria and stuff. But, yeah, just do it. Lower the heat and toss that stuff in. Mix that in. You get some flavor up in there. But here's the real trick. This was this was inspired, right? I had it going, and I was like, oh, I got done for dinner early, and my roommates aren't ready for dinner yet. And so I had it sitting there on the pot, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to taste it and make adjustments, which I rarely have time to do. And I tasted mm-hmm. it, and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? And I went to the pantry, and I got a bottle of honey. Mm. And I put some honey in there. And friends and folks, that was it. That is, that is, you need to the put, secret. you need to put honey in your chicken tikka masala. That's, of course, already chicken tikka masala, you're not making spicy. You're going for more of like a, like a, you know, really Americanized really just fun to eat chicken tikka masala. Yeah. Makes yeah. you smile. Huh. So you you basically made a sweet because ver- you took out the spice and added mm-hmm. honey. Is it not tikka masala anymore? Is it sixa masala? I wouldn't flatter my... I tikka would say it's my version of that recipe, but I wouldn't flatter myself and say okay. I've, I've redefined a classic or anything. It's just... It's just... It's just... Okay. It's just one cool trick that... It's just a fun uh, spin. That Indian cooks don't want you to know. Good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Indian cooks really hate this. Indian cooks hate this. Actually, six... I forgot. I actually have a... I can't play it at that double speed, I don't think, on the soundboard. Oh, well. I got some Indian food recently for the first time in a long time. I got it delivered from this place that's like 15, 20 minutes away after a, a day of dwelling jobs, working on the sure. dwelling. Uh, and I got lamb vindaloo sure. from this place. It was really good. Oh, my gosh. I forgot that I do kind of live closer to some different ethnicity food places now. <laughs> yeah like farther you know i don't live in a city anymore but i am somewhat closer to baltimore so i have more options that i had not yet explored and one of the nice things is i find that uh indian restaurants do really cool things with lamb they're you should trust lamb at an, at an indian place they know what they're doing above any place else yeah. i mean you know you can get it like at like a, a greek place you could get a, a i got a lamb shawarma well, from true. a local place recently and that was great mm-hmm. i guess greek in Indian places usually do it justice. But then you have to kind of like go all the way on the other end of a spectrum to get a really nice or like a decent like modern American grill style. You have to, you know, pay 40, 30 bucks, 50 bucks in California for like lamb shank or something. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big lamb fan. And oh, this Vindaloo's, it was great. It's uh, the Mint Room in Ellicott City, mm-hmm. Maryland. Pretty pretty decent. Shout outs. I had chicken Shout intestine out. recently. Sorry, I just woke up from a oh, long how nap. That? How yeah? How was how was chicken <laughs> intestine? Mm. Was it interesting? 
Yeah. Yes. I've had in what um, form? I've had different like spiced uh, intestines before. Um, in Syria, I remember having a bunch of it, and I was like, "This is weird looking," and and doesn't th- you? It's like completely gray, so you like don't think it'll taste good. But it was pretty good. It's if it's made well. Um, this one my dad just like got from the store to try, and he really liked it because he he likes uh, like liver and other non traditional cuts of meat. Um, intestine is it was at least the way we prepared it. It's so chewy. Mm. Like oh yeah. You bite into it like you're biting into a rubber band ball. And I was like, there is something <laughs> unwell. And it was, in this case, it was seasoned super well because it was like with the rest of the chicken. But I was like, I'm going to push this aside. I had one bite of it and felt like I bit into like, I don't know, gum and tried eating gum or something. It was super <laughs> unpleasant for me. But shout outs to the hmm. intestine fan, intestines fans out there. Hmm. Intestine and intestine stands. There's a joke in there somewhere. I can't find it. Intestine. There it is. No, I don't think I still don't think Man. that was it, honestly. Yeah, you're halfway. You're there. kind, you're halfway but there. Well well, it's been fifty minutes. Should we uh should we uh wrap it up here? Wow. It's a, a solid wow, show. A short one, huh? Yeah, I mean I don't know. Do you, do you have any other uh, segments, six or This is Greg Pratty. No, I don't I don't have any <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> if you had a Greg Pretty, I would have lost my mind. I I prepared as best I could, but I am working mm-hmm. almost full, like all, like eight and a half hours every day. So not that much free yeah. time. You're putting in the time. Yeah. Well, I guess we might as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew you had this, Nick. Not clever. This, this is Jen Purdy. That's your uncle's. No, it's not. Jen would not be conscious at this hour. John, I was Jen like, there's is not no way. capable of being conscious at this hour. None this is such sense. a bluff. Unless. Maybe it's a, it could be pre-recorded Jen lines, I guess. Oh, wait, no. This, that's not how Greg Pretty works. This is, you asked a bunch of questions. This Jen. is Jen Pretty yeah. 6. Sorry, maybe you, maybe you didn't get it the first time. I want to die. I like this one. This is Jen Purdy. Our categories are... Wait, don't I have a sound? I feel like I had a sound for this. Oh, well. Nope, not that one. <laughs> I had the populating sound. Oh, yeah. The ancient populating sound. Our categories are... Gold for meat. My Jennifer Uncademia, Jen Perry, and Jenny's Chow. Jenny's Chow. Alan and Six. I'm thinking of a number one through ten. Seven. Six. <sighs> I can't believe. Fuck me. It was six. <laughs> six, you have the board. <laughs> I knew as soon as I thought of the number that I shouldn't have thought of that number. But then I was hoping that, it, you know, we have so many next level plays on Bottle Crow that you'd be like, oh, Do you well, lose a guy for saying you... play on this podcast, by the way? Or no? It, you said only one episode. Only one episode. Uh, Fuck. Just okay. checking. Oh, believe are me. Are these I'm... numbers uh, correct? 
Oh, whoops. I didn't undo them from uh, when we got to final Greg Pretty last mm. time, so I'll just edit these on the fly. Thank you for uh Listen, for I'm, me yeah, I'm here to I'm here to play fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Six, you have the board. Uh, let's go uh gold for me one hundred, maybe. God damn it, he's back. <sighs> okay. Gold for me for one hundred. And uh this is we're going to shake it up a little bit this episode. It'll either be reverse Jeopardy as usual or actual Jeopardy. You'll, we'll find out. What is Jen's favorite Taco Bell menu item? Uh, oh, and either of you can just yell it out, I guess. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll make it a team uh, effort. We'll uh, see. Cheesy Gordita Crunch? Uh, the the one that's a diamond. What is the fuck is it called? I, Crunch Wrap Supreme. It's not a diamond, mate. You're not a diamond. A it's a it's a hex. You're a hex. Is that the oh that's the one that had the crunchy thing in the yes, middle, right? That's the one. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The answer is the Grande Toasted Breakfast Burrito. Dan, mate. Six, you what still the have fuck the board. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Eat good food. I... Christ. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's go good for meat for uh, two fifty, please. Oh, yeah, this guy doesn't like to leave categories no. unfinished. What is Jen's favorite fast food menu item in general? I got it. Okay. What is burgers? Fuck. Uh, six, I guess you have the chance to steal. I'm, or not. I'm, I'm or, good. No, I'm good. You, you have okay. to steal. Okay, no? fine. No, listen. Yeah, I think you have to steal. I think it's uh, more fun uh, from a production standpoint if I have to answer. Um. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to say uh, a, a sandwich from a subway. Let's just... Uh... Oh, unfortunately, it seems like you're wrong. It's the bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Jan's a breakfast girl. I get it. I get it. And I respect it. Alan gets it. I don't it. respect it. Six, not to say... <laughs> Uh, okay, right. six. Uh, you once again have the board. Uh, all right, well, let's Still. go. Uh, goal for me, five hundred. Shake please. it up here. All right, what is Jen's least favorite fast food franchise? Uh, Arby's. Arby's was your answer for Greg too, dude. How Arby's you, is, is a bad restaurant. Because <laughs> you don't like. But they it, have the meat. Friends don't like. Alan, we go to you. What is Carl's Jr.? The answer is Chick Fil A. Oh, sure. They were, yeah. Fuck. I, yeah, I was. Fuck. I thought someone would get I that right. Thought about that. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shake it up. Uh, Alan, you have oh, the this board. Is not how the we have work. my Jennifer Academia, Jen Perry, and Jenny's child left. I'll take my Jenny. Uh, my my hero. That one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Which category? My hero, Jen Academia. <laughs> My uh, Jennifer Uncademy. <laughs> My Jennifer Uncademy for, uh, for 500. Fuck it. 500. There we go. We got a real fucking player here on the show. Okay. What would Jen teach if she had to be a teacher? English. What subject? Bum, bum, Can bum. you be more Creative specific? Writing. Holy Fuck. shit. Correct. Creative writing. Six, you're up to minus 350. To Alan's minus 850. Um, you have uh, the board. Let's go. My Jennifer Academia for 100, please. What was Jen's favorite school subject? Uh, what is English? English, yeah. 
was going to be my answer too. But. The answer we were looking for is film studies. Boo. <laughs> Boo film studies. Uh, I took two film classes. Who am I to talk? Lunch. <laughs> God damn. That was, no, that was your one from last. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Alan, you have the board. Can you do the categories one more time? My Jennifer Uncademia, Jen Paree, and Jenny's Chow. Jen Paree, 300. 300 uh, is we not have a real 100, amount. 250, and 500 points. Jen Paree for 250. <laughs> Why I did 250, I again don't know. Uh, we're going to go for Full Jeopardy this time, FYI. This is Jen's favorite rock band song. What is Rock Lobster? Because <laughs> she's a real gangster. She is. I love Rock Lobster. It's a great one. Okay. Uh, I feel like Six needs a boost here. Uh, six, you have the uh, board. My Jennifer Uncadenia 250, please. I knew it. I knew you'd go back. What was Jen's best school subject? Uh, maths. Nice commitment to the stupid thing. <laughs> Alan, uh, what is steal? what is English? <laughs> Correct. You looking love to see it. I do love to see it. All right, Alan, you have the board. Uh, uh, Jen Paris and Jenny. Learn how to do math, Nicholas. You forgot the fifty. Hey, again. It's really the hard 50s, with you two remember? people. I did. You know, you fucking edit this document because you're watching it. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> for the scores that matter. Okay. Alan, you have the board. Um, I'll take... Are the, the bold ones? Bold. Uh, <laughs> bold have been uh, taken. Have been uh, answered. I'll take Jenny's chow for 250 What is Jen's least favorite holiday food? What is turkey? Alan. What is fruit cake? Hold on, we have to go to the judges for this one. I'm, hmm, we're gonna give you half value. Okay, so that, uh, six. That's uh, 125 points. Jen's answer is pudding. Now, to six, to, to UK six, fruitcake would have been a fully correct answer. But I believe when Jen said pudding, she was probably thinking of the American pudding, not a pudding as in like a fruitcake in the UK. Oh, I see. But we'll still, you know, half points. Oh, wait, Alan, your choice. Oh, boy. Can I do Jen Parade for 500? You can. This, uh, and this is another full Jeopardy question, or a, a forwards Jeopardy, not reverse Jeopardy. This was Jen's best sporting event in high school. Oh, what is swimming? And for, uh, this is the Daily Double. What event? What, the, what is the 500 meter? Oh. What Alan, what were you saying? What is the, I was saying, what is breaststroke? No, what were, what were you saying? What is the 500-meter dash, which is running? She, just, uh, we're going to, uh, uh, we have to. Uh... Okay, the judges have concurred. This is the daily double in which uh, your points get multiplied by 10. The correct answer is 500-meter freestyle. Whoa. Alan with 5,000 points. Oh, wow. Okay. 
I mean, you would <laughs> six left. <laughs> six <laughs> I don't want to edit in the sound. Six. I don't want to do it. Okay, six will have the Ba-dum. board. There you go. That was the sound. Boom. Oh, thank you. Boom. Six is back. Wait, okay, you, six. You said you, you said Alan's points after, get multiplied uh, by by ten, right? Okay, yes, that's really that easy. Would be, there, just add a zero. I mean, no, no. <laughs> you multiply no, a negative no, no, number that, by ten. It's the, the question. The question points get multiplied by ten, right? You get a, a hundred last time, and I multiplied it by ten to give you a thousand points. So yeah, that's that's the correct answer. We're now fighting in our Google Doc. All right, uh, six. You have the board now. We have three questions left, which means, whoops, I forgot. It's time for double Jeopardy. I've now doubled the point value of the remaining questions. Six. You have choice. Uh, Jeopardy two hundred, please. Jen wants through the opening pitch at a game for this sports team. What is the Rangers? Correct. Mm. Texas Rangers. Meep, meep, meep. 200 points to six. Uh, you have choice of the board. Uh, Jenny's Chow, 200, please. What is Jen's favorite holiday food? What, <laughs> what is mashed potatoes? Yeah. Six? Turkey. No, come on. No, gingerbread cookies. Okay. That's what we were looking for. All right. Our last question. Jenny's Chow for 1,000. If Jen had to become a holiday food, which would she choose? Turkey. <laughs> Could you be more specific? A turkey sandwich. <laughs> Ooh. Alan. For the steal, I declare that if Jen could be any holiday food, she would be a turkey leg. Can you be even more specific? <laughs> <laughs> Six left to take this again. I didn't even get it right yet. I'm going to. You get, yeah, you gotta wait till six. Okay. By the way, okay. if you need a copy of all the Discord sounds to edit into this podcast, I can provide you with that file. Your audio quality just Perfect. got much worse. By the way. Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I think six put a sock over the. Yeah, mic. sounds like you put you put a condom over your, as the British would say. <laughs> okay. Okay. One more. T- so a blank turkey leg, Alan. Is the answer? Uh, Give us anything else. Is it roasted? Ah, uh, the answer we're looking for is giant turkey leg. Sure, Jen, go to a so red fair. Get, They're not yeah. good. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. They're really bad. But still, another thousand points for Alan. Yes, which brings that. our total at the end of regular Jeopardy, unless six says anything else, to minus one thousand eight hundred fifty to Alan's. 5050. Six, are you still with us? Just an audio check. You know, I don't want to do the other. I know what you are asking if I will say, and I don't want to say it. Please finish your stupid joke. Please say it. I don't even have the bumper, so I won't even play the bumper. <sighs> I'll take the secret category for 10 million, please. Secret category is Greg Break. Greg Break. When Jen hears the word Greg, whom first comes to mind? Greg Kasavin. Holy was, shit! Say that too. That's unfortunate. Let's fucking Greg Kasavin. Let's and even before go. Supergiant, she was watching and reading his early work avidly on GameSpot. Alan, yes. you truly are the Gen Perdi. Perhaps. <laughs> but not before we go to final Gen Perdi. I will give you the category. The category is. 
I've gotten all my rage out at the patch. Now I'm just uh, trying to be happy. Because when the new patch drops and I'll like it, I'll probably be angry all the time. I need, to be, I need something to be mad at. And now that I have the patch of the enemy, it's Arteezy's Speak Easy. You have to ask the question first, you dipshit. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. They go to the commercial break, then come back, then say that. Okay, so the question is, what is Jen's favorite alcohol-containing beverage? Alternatively, what does Jen think Nick's favorite alcoholic-containing beverage is? And we'll give Jen points for this one as well. So uh, write, write down your answers. You've already written down your wagers, of course. What kind of madman just has an entire YouTube channel dedicated to automatone covers of things and then makes them at such high quality? A real savant. All right, we will go to, let's go to Alan first. Bam, I wrote it out. Jen likes... Thank you. Oh, I'm probably wrong here. Jen likes whiskey. She thinks you like bourbon. Yeah. I'm, again, what was where I'm like, anymore. I've known this. It's like playing the, the uh, matrimony. You realize I haven't answered yet, so you'll just be giving me the yeah. answer for free. But but don't... Oh, that's right. Okay, so don't say it. What is going it? to you. Uh, well, I think Jen's favorite drink is the apple teeny, and I'm wagering uh, $1,370, <laughs> please. Mimi. I don't see it. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot my name is Mimi in this universe. Yeah. You're thinking of JD from the TV show Scrubs. No, I like was looking for I could, intentionally I getting a certain yeah. score again. Idiots. Clowns. <laughs> oh. Though, uh, though <laughs> quote, though I don't drink anymore, my favorite alcoholic beverage was a Blue Moon, and I think yours is a Samuel Adams. I th uh, Alan <laughs> really is for two more beers? Come on. I wasn't, but that's you know what uh, that's what came to Jen's mind. Yeah. It's all part of Jenperty. It's the magic of Jenperty. I think Alan would be right in that I do like me a good bourbon, and I mean Sam Adams is a very respectable mass market. You beer have a lot well. of affection for mead, as I recall. Gold for mead. That's right. The segment I have not yet made. Which no, is no, just... no, 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 no. You're not six. You don't have to make a segment every time we say something. I know. I may have to make six do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I guess it was Blue Moon. So Alan, how much did you wager? Be honest. Six. Six. Yes. <laughs> okay. So our final scores are six with negative three thousand two hundred and twenty points, and Alan with ten million five thousand and forty-four points, making Alan our new Gen Pretty champion. Yay. I want to point out that I'm the only person who actually genuinely knew anything about Jen and didn't just get some lucky guesses. I don't. I mean, Alan really <laughs> got just some lucky guesses. Yes, park, correct. Honestly. Are you sure? I don't know. We might have to uh, that turkey leg poll. My God, <laughs> you. It was based uh, on the I'll fact you... that I had already said turkey, and you confirmed that that was basically <laughs> correct. But there's think about how many parts of the turkey there are. There's the gobble. There's the feathers. There's Don't make wings. me disconnect again. There's... I'll make you edit it in again. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So, uh, Alan, uh, we will see you next time on Jenperty. Thank you for playing. And then the camera pans out, and it's like produced by Micro Media. <laughs>
by Mimi Media. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> Battle Crow was well, filmed in front of a live studio audience. I don't believe it you. is. Imagine they're they're all chained up. Two two well, two things Battle Crow genuinely needs: live studio audience, at least, or at least like mm-hmm. a Discord audience and commercials. I would have thought a cease and desist, but sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> we already have one of those things. Uh, well, we could be uh, deceased, cease and deceased for when you uh, actually kill me. <laughs> Spit out water, Nick. Come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, a, and, that's 10 points for Nick. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll give you 10 points on the next uh, episode of, of oh, The Guy thank you. Thank I think you. you no! Okay. <laughs> yes! Yes! Cross-promotion of our own shows. Uh, six, I have an exciting new segment to share with you. Mm-hmm. Let's go and... Uh, I know we're not doing big in-person events, but let's test, let's go have a little small in-person event. And now, Gabe, Gabe Wright. Oh. Welcome. Potter Hive. No, I'm gonna kill you. Like I'm gonna take your dog. You're dead. I really hate you. What happened? What happened? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Can I just choke you right now? I hate you. I'm gonna kill you. Die in a fire. Welcome back to the internet's favorite game show, Hot or Claws. In which, Alan, I know you're a first time on Hot or Haas, in which uh, usually Six has to determine whether something is hot or something is Haas. In uh, this special Christmas episode, it's going to be whether something is hot or claws. So uh, you you both uh, get to decide, and I will keep track of both of your scores for sure. Our first topic, Space Jam. Uh, th- uh, that's pretty hot. Yeah, I, th- I think that one's hot, Nick. Well, did you know that the writer of Space Jam, Liu ben- Benvenucci, writer and producer, actually, of Space Jam, uh, also known for kicking and screaming, Ooh. as well as uh, their credit on Space Jam, was also the writer of the Santa Claus uh. in 1994. Space Jam is Claus. That sounds pretty hot. I'd have sex with him. What? That's true. You, you definitely wait. You're still around. You're sticking uh, around. Yeah. This song, yeah. Huh? Is this a coping mechanism? Uh, it's a punishment for you. <laughs> it's punishment. I mean, I really enjoy oh, talking damn. to this guy. We'll, we'll oh, find out oh, more about him. Oh, blast. <laughs> Oh, blasted. Oh, bugger. Bugger. By, by the queen's beard. By the queen's beard. Chai. I mean, by definition, chai is hot, which kind of would probably mean it's hot because you're claws or whatever the fuck, but I'm still going to say hot. I'm, I'm going to say claws. Sticking to my morals here. Masala chai is a tea beverage made by boiling black tea and milk and water with a mixture of uh, aromatic herbs and spices. Uh, originated in India and it's you know gained worldwide popularity. Um, thing is, uh-huh. in 1830s, the British East India Company became concerned about the Chinese monopoly on tea, which was you know the majority of tea consumed in Britain at that time. Uh, in 1870, it was over 90 percent was uh, of Chinese origin. Uh-huh. But by 1900, this had dropped to 10 percent, largely replaced by tea grown in. India, mm-hmm. 50%, and Ceylon, 33%, which is now present-day Sri Lanka. However, consumption of black tea within India remained low until the promotional campaign by the Indian Tea Association in the earlier 20th century, which encouraged, encouraged factories, mines, and textile mills to provide tea breaks for the workers. And in India, it's generally pretty hot. Chai is hot. All right, so I'm at zero. 
and uh, Alan's at negative two. Is that how this works? John Adams. Mm-hmm. John Adams is claws. Mm, interesting. John Adams and, is uh, you, any reason? Uh, I mean, he's got that Christmas spirit deep within his uh, his rucksack. His rucksack. And Alan, what do you think about John Adams' rucksack? Played by Paul Giamatti, there's nobody hotter than Johnny Adams. Well, Abigail Adams was the wife and closest advisor of John Adams, of course, and mm-hmm. uh, mother of John Quincy Adams. She's uh, often considered to be a founder of the United States and is now designated as the first second lady and the second first lady of the United States, uh, though they didn't actually call her that at the time. Uh, and that's something she shares with only Barbara Bush. So uh, yay, nepotism. Adams's life is one of the most documented of the first ladies. Uh, she's remembered for lots of letters she wrote to her husband when she was staying in, in Philly during the Continental Congress. Um, and then Adams died in her home on October 28, 1818, of typhoid fever. Thing is, she's buried beside her husband and near their son, John Quincy Adams, in a crypt located in the United First Parish Church, also known as the Church of the Presidents in Quincy, Massachusetts. Mm. She was 73 years old, exactly two weeks shy of her 74th birthday, and her last words were, Do not grieve, my friend, my dearest friend. I am ready to go. And John, it will not be long. Well, guess what? Abigail Adams is kind of buried near Allen in Boston, which is cold this time of year. John Adams' claws. Fascinating. Fun fact. Um, I live really, I don't want to, I'm not going to dox myself. But I live very close to not only the Adams house, but the Abigail Adams Cairn, which I don't think is where she's buried. Like you said, she's buried in a church, but she, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like very, very close to me. Oh yeah, I know. I'm scared. I know. You know my process for hot or haws, right? As everyone does. Bullshitting things and doing whatever makes six the most angry, yeah. It's just to spread my feelers around. Oh, feelers. And uh, and I found something related to you in the Karn. And so that's why uh, we came up with Abigail Adams. Brilliant. 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 Jenny Craig. Six? Claws. Six. I was thinking. Asshole. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> mean to Nick. Astral. Astral. <laughs> Astral, Astral spirit. <laughs> Jane Craig is, is okay. um, considered under the co- the category of this to be hot. Wow, very very well worded. Well, so you know there were Jenny Craig, famous company. Throughout the 1990s, the company's share price started to decline. Though it ran into financial troubles involving their weight loss drugs, employee training, and uh, costly leases for uh, uh, office space, before eventually being delisted from the New York Stock Exchange in August of '01. Uh, stock was just traded over the counter for a while, but in '02, it was acquired by Mid Ocean Partners, who are a New York and London-based private equity investment firm, and ACI Capital. Um, and then on June 19th, 2006, they announced the signing of a definitive agreement to sell the company to Nestle in a like $600 million transaction, which, you know, un- operated under Nestle Nutrition for a while. Got traded hands again in November of 2013, purchased by North Castle Partners for some undisclosed amount. And then finally, recently in April 2019, HIG Capital acquired the Jenny Craig weight management business from North Castle Partners. Well, in 2008, YouTube personality Shane Dawson and approximately six other Jenny Craig employees, including his mother and brother, were fired from their jobs after uploading a sketch to his YouTube channel. In 2013, Dawson wrote a comedy pilot about his experiences there and sold the script to NBC. 
Jenny Craig is clause because there's a lot of clauses and all the legal agreements for how many times the company and their IP have changed hands. Wow. So six, what are the scores now? Uh, I'm up to, I'm we're, at, we're at, I'm this at, is our uh, last category. two and uh, Alan is okay. down to negative uh, three, I think. Okay. There's, there's still plenty of chances to come back, even though we're near the end. Yeah. Okay. Unitarianism. Sure. That's hot. Whatever. Alan, are you going to concur or are you going to dissent? What did, what did Zach say? I said hot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say hot. Abigail Adams believed that slavery was evil and a threat to the American democratic experiment. A letter written by her on March 31st, 1776, explained that she doubted most of the Virginians had such, quote, passion for liberty as they claimed they did, since they, quote, deprived their fellow creatures of freedom. A notable incident regarding this happened in Philadelphia in 1791, when a free black youth came to her house asking to be taught how to write. She sent him to a local evening school, but not without objections from her neighbor. Adams responded that he was a, quote, a freeman as much as any of the young men, and merely because his face is black, is he to be de denied instruction? How is he to be qualified to procure a livelihood? Question mark. I have not thought it any disgrace to myself take him into my parlor and teach him how to both read and write. It's related to Abigail Adams, who, as we already established, was Claus. I'm sorry. Sorry, fellas. Balzac. Hot. Claus. Honoré de Balzac, more commonly born Honoré Balzac in May of 19, 1799, was a French novelist and playwright. The novel sequence La Comédie Humaine, which presents a panorama of post-Napoleonic French life, is generally viewed as his magnum opus. He's generally uh, renowned for his multifaceted characters, even his lesser characters, you know, very complex, morally ambiguous, very human. And he's uh, attributed to make popularizing uh, realist art, which is pretty hot, right? Realism, a reality. Balzac is hot. Nice one, six. All High right, five. Well, that 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 All makes right. it to a negative four. All right. Well, this is our last standard category. Samuel Clemens. Claus. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, that one writer boy. Mm, I'm gonna get this one right. I'm gonna go in a ton of points right now. Claus. Samuel Clemens. Early American realists include Samuel Clemens, better known by his pen name of Mark Twain, author of Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Stephen Crane, and Horatio Alger Jr. Realism, just like Balzac, Samuel Clemens is hot. I'm so sorry. All right, well, I'm down to one, and Alan's down to negative five. So. All right, that brings us to the lightning round. Bricks. Hot. Hot. Santa's Warp Shop. Probably primarily made of bricks. You know, it's got to be a sturdy and, uh, you know, commercial industrial building. So bricks are claws. So sorry. All right. Claws. Hot. Oh, that's hot. Correct. You're both correct. Because I found this link to uh, women's motorcycle claw gloves that are like motorcycle, leather motorcycle gloves, but they have claws. That's Catwoman. On the end of the fingers. That's Catwoman. Yeah. But I figured that would be classified as hot. So great job. Double A batteries. Hot. Lightning round. Uh, uh, claws. Well, 
it is the Christmas time. And guess what? Lots of toys take AA batteries unless I'm dating myself. And toys these days are actually made with like rechargeable lithium batteries. But who knows? I'm going to still say that AA batteries are claws. All right. Six. You've been waiting. Alan, I've been waiting. We're going to sleep? The Alan Stevenson School. Oh. Hot. Hot. Wow. Unanimous. Well, Peter Benchley attended the Ellen Stevenson School. Peter Benchley would later go on to author the critical hit novel, Jaws. Ellen Stevenson School is Claws. Are we done here or what? Can I go home? I'm just reading the reviews of these these cat gloves. Everyone hates these. <laughs> really? I th- They're getting like trash reviews. Someone's like, these are glued on. The, my, the one they gave me was like clearly very old. This is shit. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to reap like you're not going to get an artisanal custom made motorcycle claw. Why glove. not? Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? That's what you deserve. Why not? I don't know. Because it would be like 200 bucks. Why would it be 200 bucks? Because I, you can't just make a you, like a made to order. You glove. don't need to make them to order. You just need know. to build the thing into the thing. There's a thing where in manufacturing, sometimes you're like, "What if this was part of the design?" That doesn't cost two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, at scale, it does, but like for individual items, it does not. <laughs> hmm. You know what does cost two hundred dollars, Alan? Uh, uh, go. Uh... <laughs> So, sorry, six. Uh, I was uh, I was talking to Alan. Um, uh, a a CPU, a green bean casserole, legumes, green bean casserole. Welcome to League of Legumes, Bottle Crow's League of Legends based segment. Here at Bottle Crow, we try to be very open. We try to be, you know, equal opportunity. So I, of course, went to r slash League of Legends or whatever the actual URL is. And I, uh, I got some of the top things that happened this year in League of Legends 6. There's, uh, there's you know, some things are very different. Some things are very much the same. One thing that's very different, KDA, the, the rock group that... uh whatever does the intro i forget whatever their song yes, is it's, you know it's called uh pop stars there's a slash in the middle of there. pop stars that's uh, right sorry i i'm doing this voice again i apologize yeah i don't know what happened <laughs> it's, it's a lulling me to sleep though it's probably a strategy well kda is putting out some sort of new album and people amazingly on the league of legends subreddit are complaining that kda like they're KDA is is old. It's over. They're, everyone's over KDA, and Riot is just still pushing it. And uh, everyone hated this really cringy clip they put out of, uh, I think it's Akali, mm-hmm. me- a member of this virtual uh, Korean girl group thing called KDA. Uh, so they put out this short little, quote-unquote, interview with Akali, and it's really bad. So here it is. The mission is to get as much as you can. Achieve as much as you can. Be as much as you can. Because why not? Why would you settle for less? Honestly, more is about the next uh, evolution of KDA. More we is like the next album or some shit. Yeah. To be it's the song. big. 
just epic. A huge anthem. Something that could be worthy of a follow-up to pop stars. Akali that girl. Kali Gokur. More than I like to admit, uh, I do get pretty angry sometimes. A lot of that gets channeled into my flow and the way I write, which is pretty freeing. Kali don't stop. Kali don't skirt. Kali got a job. Kali go to work. Always on fire. Don't get burnt. Someone I try not to get burned. To make this. But it's not always easy when you're spinning. This is a three flames. full CG. Yeah. Um, the mask helps interview. though. Don't more and than it's a buffet. Yeah, the animation is I'm just looking at it. It's like I'm Buffy. I have more to offer than a buffet. If a buffet has a million things, I've got a million and one. I got looks, I got style, I got flavor, I got talent, I got attitude. I have everything you could want. I'm giving you more because I'm greater than. I don't do mathematics. I hated them. I wow. really, really hate mathematics. Like, no. But all of my numbers are talking, babe. Got money like Mrs. Monopoly. Got more like I'm doing addition. Oh. And I don't need no one to you know, give that was me a pretty, yeah. I don't need I'm going to have a pretty 2020 yeah. reference there with Miss Monopoly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Miss Monopoly. The oh, that's right. Girl Monopoly. They made like a, hey, girls Monopoly mm -hmm. version. That that right. extra that extra sucks because A, A, K, D, A, you can hear her doing a little bit of Korean, but also she's not the singing voice of Akali. And it's not the in-game voice of Akali either. It's what? just some some lady. The fuck and people are like, that? what the fuck is this? It looks like it was animated. There's like a Reddit quote. It was looks like it was animated on a PlayStation 2, and it's like a fan dub. Yeah, it looks really bad. People are upset at uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan Games, uh, Riot's slipping production value or something. I don't know. Oh, but those those Genius upset. interviews, so that's from Genius, right? They're they're fucking uh, terrible. Yeah. They're like infamously terrible. They do really bad because like sometimes they'll get really yeah. low tier indie artists and they'll be like, "What were you thinking?" And they're like, "Dude, I don't fucking know. I didn't. I read. I didn't write these lyrics." And it's just like, <laughs> "Why did you make this interview? Why did you produce this?" And just interview Soyeon. I think her English is fine. <laughs> or if not, then get the in game voice. Like, she why probably didn't want to do this. Or like, yeah, she was like, "I don't. Fucking... I'm not interested." You have to pay me a million. Here's the thing is more is actually gold. a pretty decent song. The baddest is yeah, a fucking a good terrible song. song. But really? The baddest sucks, but Yes. I think yes. That's extremely mm -hmm. a song that's trying really hard to be cool and just just falling on its face. But more's good. There's a twice feature more. on that Al KDA album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's quite good. That's where they spent all the money. Mm -hmm. the, the budget throughout the window. We have one more stop. And League of Legumes. And uh, Six, are you aware of the player Double Lift? Uh, yes, I am aware of Double Lift. Yeah, I also was too. Double Lift is like a famous uh, League of Legends pro player. Uh, and at the end of November, he announced his retirement. And he, there's a big twit long hurts. You know, it's very so well written. And it's like, hey, I remember this guy from when I paid attention to League of Legends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he's a, an old timer. Now he's he's moving on. To, to bigger and better things. Good for him. Maybe he'll, he'll play Dota 2. Yep. I mean, Dota 2, where you never age out. That's true. That's true. Yep. Impossible to age out. He's 27. Oof. Wow. When, how old was Fear when he, quote unquote, retired? <laughs> I just Googled the happening? word fear. Like, that would get me... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a similar, I had a similar thought train of thought. What's funny is if you look up Fear League of Legends, you get like the status effect. So it's kind of hard. Well, because he's a Dota player, 
Oh, 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 okay. You search for your Dota, you get him immediately. Um, you get him? Okay. I don't know. I mean, he's 32 now. Oh, wow. So he must have been... Oh, God. He was probably 27. Yeah. It's probably been five years. Time flies when you're playing Dota 2. Speaking of Dota 2, 6, what's that over there? Is that a damsel in distress? Sounds like we have to go... I know I'm, I'm I don't I don't and I want to go to sleep. Spectre Protector. Welcome to Spectre Protector. Alan in case you're uh, the listener's not up on the lore, uh on Spectre Protector our mission is to find out who Spectre Mercurial uh Mercury Mercurial the Spectre, Spectre the Mercurial, I don't know. Who the hell she is, because she doesn't know. And so we're trying to, to help her out here to protect her, I guess. So this is uh, a personality test, supposedly from Dr. Phil, that will tell us you know, something about Spectre. So uh, you two together will have to come up with your answer that you think best fits Spectre. Alan, uh, just go ahead and uh, Google Wikipedia Spectre. Or Dota 2 Wiki or whatever. Yeah. Or or Dota 2, where, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, she likes small rewards. <laughs> do, do your voice. A do your voice. Small reward. Oh, that one. I, I know her from the bottle crow voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, well, I want to say When do you feel your best? In the morning? During the afternoon and early evening? Or late at night? I mean, she's a she's a hard she's a very hard carry. She yeah. takes time. Durable. She takes time to sort of like build up her power. So I would think late at night she wants time to get her items. Same. Okay. Same definitely. Same. Okay. Late at night. You usually walk fairly fast with long steps. Yeah. Fairly fast with small steps. Less fast. Head up, looking the world in the face. Less fast. Head down, or very slowly. There's so many fucking. Well, she doesn't have legs. <laughs> Damn, she's a specter and she ain't got feet. Damn, Alan's not interested. Uh, I tried to self edit sound like I was edited and <laughs> work out well. <laughs> uh what do you wanna what do you wanna do here, Alan? Go to bed. Uh no, I <laughs> <laughs> uh what did all of them involve feet, so walks uh short steps, walks quickly. Okay, sure. That's true. Maybe her, she just has extremely tiny feet. Fairly fast with small steps. It was. When talking to people, you stand with your arms folded, have your hands clasped, have one or both of your hands on your hips, touch or pers- push the person to whom you are talking, or play with your ear or hair, touch your chin, or smooth your hair. That is all one fucking answer. Uh, she clenches her fist because she has a weapon in her hands and she's holding it. Oh, yeah. Alan she's got that big weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, look at that big weapon. Yeah. Okay, have your hands clasped. When relaxing, you sit with your knees bent, with you with your legs neatly by side by side, your legs crossed, your legs stretched out or straight, or one leg curled under you. Oh, no, uh, both legs under. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe she doesn't just have the, yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And they said I'm the bimbo of the podcast. Sorry, go ahead. I would never say that. Thank you, Nick. 
when something really amuses you, you react with a big appreciative laugh, a laugh, but not a loud one, a quiet chuckle, or a sheepish smile. Uh, she's got a pretty loud laugh. We know this from huh. canon. She's like, ha, 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 It sounds uh, unsettling. <laughs> like mine did just there. Yeah. So a big appreciative laugh? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's not, She's. I don't think it's appreciative in the way of, like, she's happy for you, but she's appreciating what mm-hmm. is happening. Like, if she got a last hit, she would be appreciative of the gold for meat. It, it would be a small reward. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> when you go to a party or social gathering, you make a loud entrance so that everyone notices you. Make a quiet entrance, looking around for someone you know. Make the quietest entrance, trying to stay unnoticed. So Quietest entrance. Uh, no, oh, okay. I don't think so, because uh, her ultimate is called Haunt. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, explain haunt, haunt is an ability where you hit it, and she creates uh, illusions of herself behind every enemy hero and can swap to them. And it has a pretty noticeable sound effect. So I think I think we have to accept that in fact she's she's a, she's a loud one and what bigger party or social gathering is there than the fight against the ancients yeah you know? really they're defending them well defending it's complicated i know i know i know i know don't actually don't give me a real answer <laughs> i know guys oh good song It's lore of the week where we talk about how the mad moon exploded. I'm not actually going to do the whole lore of the week. <laughs> but thank you for yeah, waking me up with my, nostalgia, yeah. my wow nostalgia. Yeah. You're working very hard, concentrating hard, and you're interrupted. You welcome the break, Greg or otherwise, feel extremely irritated or vary between these two extremes. Don't fucking get between a carry and their farm. She's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems solid there. Which of the following colors do you like most? Do you just, do you just want to say yeah. purple? Well, yeah. wait, 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 Alan, wait, wait, wait. Purple or pink? Offer? Purple or pink? Yeah. Also, I just stumbled upon uh, somebody who made a My Little, oh, my little, my little, my little Pony OC for every single Dota hero, like little trading cards with oh, the animations wow. on them. Sounds good. Okay, I support yeah. you. Live your truth. Live your truth. Purple. 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 When you are in bed at night, in those last few moments before going to sleep, you are stretched out on your back. Wait a second. Now that I think about it, this question sounds a lot like a Jack Sack. No! You know, I had to stretch that O out. Welcome to Jack's Sack. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Alan. Yes. When you sleep at night, what what type of sleeper are you? Uh, what positions are we talking about? Oh, when you guys did this segment before, I wanted to like contribute because I wanted to tell you about mine. Um, I basically sleep on my side because I read somewhere that the position you wake up in is actually your most comfortable sleeping position. And I noticed that I kept waking up on my right side, but I kind of like will do right arm under the pillow uh, and then rest of body face down. So it's a weird position. I'm like, a, I'm a little twisted. I'm a little twisted. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I'd say. I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm slightly is... rotated. Yeah. Huh. It's really so... comfortable. Because sleeping fully to the side mm. sounds insane. I don't think I could do that. That doesn't make sense. 
Stiff as a board. And six of these sleep up. <laughs> and I always used to read said that like psychologically people who sleep with their like stomach upwards are like more inviting to friendship and like comfort. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like hey, Lamau. No. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So I sleep, yeah, I sleep at a weird 45 degree or halfway angle. Wow. I, I could never, I could never do that. I recommend it. I would not be able to. Hmm. Lying face down yeah, is a maybe great it's feeling. Just because my cut. but then you rotate so that really? you can get like the pillow and you can put your head next to your phone and listen to like a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a good vibe. A great podcast, like Bottle Crow. We when you are in bed at night in those last few moments before going to sleep, you are stretched out on your back, uh-huh. stretched out face down on your stomach, on your side slightly curled, with your head on one arm or with your head under the cover, uh, filled with regret. Is that an album? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Spectre Dota 2 Death Animation. Very smart, Six. Do you just pull those things and post them online? I'm trying to find out. Um, Liquipedia often has them. Her page seems criminally underdeveloped. Really? It sounds like you should get on that, Six. Uh, Okay, well... She just kind of explodes. So <laughs> that throws a bit of a wrench in this. Yeah. Um head on the covers. Fuck it, right? That just sounds that's just a yeah. fun answer to give. Sounds yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh she's a little out there. Okay, last question. You often dream that you are falling, fighting or struggling, searching for something or somebody, flying or floating. You usually have dreamless sleep. Your dreams are always pleasant. It's funny because several of these are literally applicable. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> she is floating. She is fighting. She mm-hmm. is searching for her identity. Uh, yeah. So none of those. <laughs> That's boring. No, <laughs> she has that passive called desolate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is like, mm-hmm. she, yeah, deals bonus damage when no enemies are nearby. So maybe she feels lonely. How would her dreams Or maybe happy? she's more comfortable when alone. Ah... That's when she really goes ham and she gets that pure damage on each right click. Yeah. Oftentimes warriors find themselves alone with a vision of Mercurial. The faded question is if it is the true Spectre. I think she has great I, dreams. I, she has great dreams. Yeah. Your dreams are always pleasant. All right. Let's get our results. By the way, this online screening is apparently not a diagnostic tool. Only a trained medical professional like a doctor or mental health professional or, I don't know, maybe Alan can help you huh? determine the best next steps for you. Get results. Your results, the personality quiz, we are the loyal friend. Spectre, uh, 35 out of 64. Others see you as sensible, cautious, careful, and practical. They see you as clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. Not a person who makes friends too quickly or easily, but someone who's extremely loyal to friends you do make and who expects the same loyalty in return. Those who really get to know you realize it takes a lot to shake your trust in your friends, but equally that it takes you a long time to get over it if that trust is ever broken. That's, you know, trash. Sure, I guess. Maybe she doesn't have a lot of friends now, but, you know, well, let's maybe look at her. Let's look her at her responses. Let's look at some ally responses. Yeah. She doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah, that's, what was, that's why I was saying this page what? is under Because she's, oh, she's such an old, yeah. Because she doesn't really speak, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, however, she does have an unused line for Haunt where she says, I'll stand by you. So, Oh, that yeah, that's a uh, silver tier Dota Plus line. Oh. Also. 
<laughs> her uh, killing an enemy section. Line one, miserable and ignorant. Line two, can no one understand me? Line three, you are inert. Line four, uh, speak not of the ascent, the speech of the ascendants. Line five, I merely wanted your help. The next 12 lines just say laughter. <laughs> Good for her. She giggled. And it's the weird specter laughter. Yeah. A hearty, appreciative laugh, I mean. Well, Six, I decided not to do a, a fuck it, Jackie's Vows. All right, good job, team. Uh, because you would have had to do it and you'd have to bring up your notes because I don't have all, all the list of heroes and mm-hmm. stuff. It's been a really great journey. Uh, thank you for this game. You fucking idiots. But uh, yeah, all right. I don't know. Oh, Alan. Yes. Have you gone back to a Taco Bell recently? Uh, Please. No. Why? Okay. Play, play. Come on. Jing, ling, jing, ling, ling, jing, ling, ling, ling. <laughs> Six just really likes the taco chingling. It's, a very, it's very good. Uh, nacho fries I think you've earned it. Oh, fuck. Um, Why? Because <laughs> they're looking for something to make them, people forgive them for what they did to the potatoes. <laughs> Like how the price of potatoes must have just taken such a sharp, such jump. a drubbing, <laughs> such a, a drubbing they'll not soon forget. forget. <laughs> this is we're recording Dota two heroes. I guess I don't even know what hero. Really? What is that hero? Any mage, bud? I'll give them a drubbing. Oh, of course, my pal, mi amigo. Anyway, I think we're done here. Anyway. <laughs> Smells like uh, it, and that that takes us to the lug, lug zone. zone. What uh, what torque do you have to torque your vehicles uh, lug nuts to? Mine is I have aluminum wheels, so like ninety five f- uh, pound feet. You say feet? wait feet <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <sighs> All right. Well, Alan, uh, thank you for joining us. Where can people find you on the internet if they would like to? Uh, if you like me, and I appreciate that, uh, I do have another podcast called Chats a Television Podcast. Uh, Wait, there's a colon in there. Chats colon a Television Podcast. There we go. Um, and I that's a TV podcast I do with my friend Magellan. Uh, we're going to have six on that podcast for an entire season of it very soon. And so people should Ooh. check that out in 2021. Uh, there's a big backlog, too. We just hit our five-year anniversary, or we will, about the end of 2020. So, yeah, check out the TV pod. That's basically what I got. Social yes. media is hell. Uh, chats is good. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash chats pod. Um, that's, that's the vibes. You're on a, you're on Instagram. That's where I found your picture of a car. Yes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I have an Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I'm a, I lurk on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't post anything. Yeah. I don't have the app on my phone cause they don't like me to have data. That's private. All right. Uh, Nick, where can people find you? Whew. If you uh, find that out, let me know. All right. And I'm on Twitter. at You know what? I'm not even going to say that anymore. I don't really use Twitter anymore. Go to Yeah, you're, you're free. Go to go to scanlightmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlightmedia. Go to hell. Uh, if you're, hey, if you go to scanlightmedia.com, the scanline, or actually, sorry, if you go to patreon.com slash scanlightmedia, you can just send me a message there. I'm the one who checks that. I'll just answer. It's fine. I mean, you know, unless you're like, you know, like, like, you know, sending me, you know, spam 
I will probably want to answer that. I mean, we got a bottle crow Twitter too. Sometimes we get messages. That's true. There. Mostly I just get notifications that are like, oh, Twitter has done one of their random, like, oh, there's news <laughs> things. And then I say, see less mm-hmm. often. It says, okay, we'll do that. And then it doesn't do that and gives me another it, one. It works on my personal account, but not on the bottle right? crow one because I do that yeah, one too. It just doesn't listen to us. Because sometimes it'll push it to my phone. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Anyway, until next time, folks. Peace out. Thank you.